What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 124. And my guest for this episode is Armand Javed. Armand, thank you for coming on. It's great to have you on. It's great to be on, man. I'm excited. Let's talk talk some ball here. I know. Let's talk some ball. Uh, he also uh, has a YouTube channel and TikTok called The Lace Em Up Show. Make sure to go follow him there. So Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, man, let's get going on these topics. We have takeaways from the Super Bowl, free agents, Aaron Rodgers' future, Trey Lance's future, Jonathan Taylor's future, Shane Steichen in as Colts head coach, Jonathan Gannon in as Cardinals head coach, Eric Bieniemy is in as commander's offensive coordinator, Calvin Ridley applies for reinstatement, Justin Fields, Bears finalize Arlington Park purchase. Mel Kuyper says that he will retire if the Ravens draft B. John Robinson. Aaron Jones gets $11 million restructured deal and Eagles approach the QB sneak. All right, let's go takeaways from the Super Bowl. Uh, we had a great Super Bowl game. Uh, the Chiefs getting the victory 38 to 35. Very controversial uh, call on James Bradbury. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it definitely was. But it was the right call because he did hold Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, uh, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes, the second on winning Super Bowl MVP. Uh, he had a really nice game. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this game. Man, so I'm going to keep it real. I'm a Dallas fan. So for me, I was obviously rooting for the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, I wanted a good game. And I think that's what we got. High scoring game. And in my heart of hearts, I thought the Eagles were going to win. They had the better defense, and I think the defense really did let them down. Not getting a single sack, you know, when you were a historic level of, you know, uh, a pass rush, you know, this whole season. So I think that's one thing that I think if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be really disappointed in was the defense. And you can't really blame that that one mm -hmm. flag on the loss. Obviously, you had that fumble six. Yeah, but yeah. Jalen Hurts balled out, man. Like Absolutely, absolutely. He, he balled out. And like what uh, Mahomes said, if there were any doubters, anything like that, like I think he proved them wrong. Now, obviously, we're going to have to see him be consistent year in and year out now, but I think he earned himself a big payday. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Also, I mean, you had Kadarius Tony having a huge punt return. Um, he had a great game. Juju Smith-Schuster had a great game. Travis Kelsey had a great game. Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco stepped up really nicely. He had a nice game. Yeah. yeah. He's been so good. Uh, really nice performance by Nick Bolton. Uh, you mentioned the fumble return touchdown. He recovered it. Uh, he had a really nice game. Uh, great defense by the Chiefs in the second half. Great comeback. It was 24 to 14 at, yeah, at halftime. And it looked, it kind of looked like the Eagles would somewhat run away with it. But the Chiefs came back. They made a really nice comeback. Jalen Hurts. Uh, what a game he had. He had the nice touchdown pass to A.J. Brown. Uh, really nice touchdown pass. Great. Also three rushing touchdowns as well. Great game from Jalen Hurts. Um, you had a, Definitely. Yeah, Dallas Goddard had a really nice game. Uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. So, yeah, I mean, you had a great performance from both teams all around. It was the Kelsey Bowl, uh, Andy Reid Bowl as well <laughs> yes sir. um is also the first super bowl where two black quarterbacks face each other which is very historic 
uh, for the NFL. So I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Very historic. Yeah, and it was also nice to see DeMar Hamlin there. It's nice to see the medical staff that saved his life. It was nice to see um, what else? It's a really great event all around, man. I got to say, like, the halftime show is pretty good. I Absolutely. Think, uh, just everything, like, about this year's Super Bowl, it was it was solid, man. Like, I think one thing and I started noticing, like, players coming out talking about this was the field, like the turf. A lot of players are, like, slipping and whatnot. And I know, you know, the Cardinals stadium or turf field, they've had a lot of injuries. And Kyler Murray tore his ACL on that field, too. So. Yeah, yeah that's a big thing for the NFL in general is like the turf fields. They got to take a look, man. Cause all the players are saying, take it away, go to the grass. You got to listen to the players. Cause at the end of the day, they're the ones putting their bodies on the line. Right. Right. That's a hundred percent true. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Yeah. I mean, what a game, uh, what a halftime show, what an event. Uh, also having Dak Prescott, uh, as the, um, on the field before the game, uh, him he winning... got booed so loud, man. I don't yeah. know if you heard, but the Philly fans were booed. Yeah, I so saw, loud. I saw that, I saw that. That was that was terrible. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, at the end of the day, we saw who won the game, so yeah, hey, I, I ain't gonna say too much about that. Right, that right, funny, right. But it was nice. So it's really nice to see Dak Prescott win the Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, for his Faith Fight Finish Foundation. Great work by him. Yeah, nice to see him out before the game. Um, great event overall. And I think that's all I have for right now. Armand, anything else? No, I think we touched up everything pretty well. I can't wait for next season, man. That's the one thing is the long offseason ahead. But I think if you break it down into free agency, the draft, you know, all the other things surrounding like the quarterback carousel that's going to be happening this offseason, I think we have a lot to talk about, you know? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I can't wait for next season. It's yes, going to be great. And we have the Super Bowl next year is in Vegas. Man, um, that's insane. That's insane that's as well. So very interesting. All right. I think we got that there. Now let's go to free agents. I mean, we have a lot. I mean, there's a lot of free agents. You mean Derek Carr, notably. I mean. Oh, yeah, because he got bought out. Yeah. Um yeah, he's a free agent now. I mean, you have a ton of guys going into free agency. I mean... You got a list up in front of you? I just pulled something up right now. Yeah, I have a list, and it's called uh, NF- 2023 NFL Free Agent Rankings. Uh, top 100... Yes, I have the PFF list. Uh, <laughs> top, top 100 players set to enter free agency. Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith... Javon Hargrave, Jesse Bates III, Jamel Dean, Levante David, Jacoby Myers, Orlando Brown Jr., Deron Payne. Some really big names. There's Uh, a lot of, like, trade rumors, too. Like, a lot of players that might get traded. We got Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre Hopkins. So, even, like, aside from the guys that are actual free agents, I think we're going to get a lot of moving pieces just off of trades alone, too. Right, 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 right. And we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers later. Um. So, yeah, it's extremely interesting uh, to see what happens in free agency, who ends up where. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for all this to play out. What about you? See, for me, 
as a Dallas fan, we don't usually make too many splash free agency signings. But after all the whole OBJ circus that was happening in season last year, I, I really do think the Cowboys need to make a splash move, whether it's in the draft, in free agency. I'd be fine if they bring in Odell, bro. Like We need a second wide receiver to go along with C.D. Lamb, whether it's Odell, somebody in the first round of the draft. They got to do something. Right, so right. I just want to see a change. Yeah. Um, you know? I also want to mention Amari Cooper here because that was a huge loss. Um, it was. It yeah, because like, you could totally tell like – that offense is not the same without Amari Cooper. And that's a huge, that was a huge loss for the Cowboys. Yeah. And what do we let him go for? Like a fifth round pick, man, like for a bag of chips. And you see all these other receivers. Yeah. Chase Claypool went for a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, who else got traded? Calvin Ridley. I think he got traded for a fifth round pick, something fourth. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I have to look it up, but like, you could have gotten so much more for Amari Cooper, but I think it was Jerry Jones's pride and ego that got in front of him. Yeah. At that point, like, I don't understand, man. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Um, yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones's pride and ego, that that's rough to deal with. Yeah, it's the story of the Cowboys, man. That's yeah, it is. It is. The past 30 years is because Jerry Jones can't admit when he's wrong bro and even i heard an interview he's trying to defend the the move to get rid of amari he was saying it was a salary cap reasoning well what did you do with that salary cap where did you like invest that money into because you lose an elite wide receiver and you're banking on michael gallup coming off of acl though you know you know it doesn't take that that fast till i get back so that's one thing we'll see with his recovery but they got to make a move at wide receiver yeah they have to they have to make a move a wide receiver, whether it's through the draft, uh, whether it's in free agency. I mean, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully free agency goes well. I think it will. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. What about you? How about Lamar Jackson though? Where do you think he's going to end up going? Because there's so much like drama surrounding oh, him man. and the Ravens. Yeah. But he I might think... get franchise tag, no? I know. I, I know. I think he might get tagged. Yeah. I mean, best case scenario, there he gets a huge contract extension with the Ravens. Uh, that's the best case scenario. They don't, if they don't pay him, I think he walks. In my eyes, I mean, maybe they franchise tag him. Maybe he walks the following year, or maybe they extend him the following year. But I think the best case scenario is that they pay him. Oh, yeah, for sure, for both parties, because, I mean, the whole Ravens offense revolves around the QB, you know, read options, draws, everything. Lamar Jackson, like, is – I'm not calling him a system quarterback, but he is the system in Baltimore. So, Mm -hmm. if he was to get traded, though, where do you think? Because I got maybe a couple teams I thought of, like, Atlanta would be a name to watch out for. I think that would be crazy. Um, I'm curious what you think, though. I – I mean, he could go to the Jets. I mean, if he does go to the Jets, that would be awesome. I mean, because the Jets are looking for a quarterback. Um, if they if they get Lamar Jackson, that's a huge that's a huge win for them for sure. Is Lamar Jackson a top eight quarterback in your opinion? Is he top ten? I right now. He's definitely top ten. He's definitely top ten for right. me. Definitely top ten. I'd say. I think I think I'd put him in the top eight. Okay, because I think like he 
he's elite, right? But the arm talent, the accuracy has to be more consistent because when you get to the playoffs, you know, those teams, they game plan. They know, okay, Lamar Jackson is a outside-the-pocket quarterback, and we've seen the Ravens, you know, misfortunes in the playoffs. So I think for him to take the next step, he has to evolve as a passer because that mobility isn't going to be there six years from now, five years from now. You know, if he's still in the league, I think he will be. But as you get older, it's going to be very hard to be as mobile as you were in your younger days. So I think that's the thing, like, teams mm-hmm. will have to look out for when you trade for him is, you know, can you surround him with the best talent at wide receiver? Because he's never had true wide receivers either in Baltimore, which is so disappointing, man. He had Hollywood Brown, though. I mean, he was really yeah, good. Yeah, but he was young, right? Like, he didn't really break out until he went to, it was it, Arizona. And to me, Hollywood Brown's a good number two. He's not really a number mm-hmm. one guy. I'm sorry, but, like. If you get a guy like I, – I was honestly thinking they'd get DeAndre Hopkins like last season. It didn't happen, I'm, but you give him a number one receiver, I think Lamar Jackson will take that next step. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, I think we got it on free agency. Anything else you want to add on free agency? Um, who else? So the Chicago Bears have the most cap space. Yes, they this do. Upcoming season, right? So, do you think is it time for them to go all in on this free agency, or you know, obviously they're gonna trade back in the draft. They're not gonna stay at number one. Right. In my right. opinion, I think they're gonna keep Fields, and I think they should. Yeah, they will. They will. Picks, they will. Right. I don't know why they're doing this whole smoke and mirrors thing, but you know, if they yeah. if they like load up on the draft picks. Because they have a lot of needs, man. It's not just... They do, they do, they do, they do. Right? It's not just the wide receivers, the old line. Their whole defense needs to be rebuilt now. So I think you make a couple key grabs this upcoming season. You don't have to splurge and spend money that you want to just spend just so you can say, oh, look, guys, we spent our money. No. You make the right picks, you get the right guys, and build upon it. And then next year, you could go even more all-in. Because this is like a two- or three-year project on this rebuild. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. Yeah, it's a good take. I I agree with you on that. So, and we'll talk more about Justin Fields later. For sure. All right, I think we got that. Anything else you want to add? I think that was it for now. All right, cool. All right, cool. Now let's go to Aaron Rodgers' future. I mean, Bob McGinn thinks that the Packers are disgusted with him. I I mean, you got, you got to take that with a grain of salt a little bit. I, I mean, we don't know how much truth there is to that. And you also have his darkness retreat. That's <laughs> so, so interesting. What do you think of all of this? Okay, so for the longest, man, I've been waiting for this dude, Aaron Rodgers, to just get up out the NFC. It's been the same story for like two or three years, though, man. He's frustrated with the Packers. He's going to leave. Then he signs a fat extension last season. But it just really feels like after how they played last year, they really didn't start clicking in the offense until like late in the season. But you would really think that, you know, this might be the year that Rodgers leaves because of all the drama in Green Bay. They drafted Jordan Love for what? So he could sit behind him for like five years? No, right? So, I mean, if I was the Packers, I'd be trying to move on and go in this new direction. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm looking to move on and, you know, 
go somewhere where I could win because you're not mm-hmm. going to win in Green Bay. You can maybe make the playoffs, but even then, that's a stretch. But I think it's just time for both parties to move on. And obviously, there's a couple QB needy teams that I think will make that push. Right, right, right. Fair. I mean, I mean, I. It's it's gonna be it's fun it's gonna be fun to see where he ends up. I think he most likely stays in Green Bay. Yeah, of course that could always happen too. We have all this just to talk about, and <laughs> he ends up staying in Green Bay, right? Like that's what I'm saying. They've been doing this for like the past three years. It feels like. Right. 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 Yeah, I think it, that's all we have on Rogers' future. About what else? Anything else you want to touch on? Do you think? If he goes anywhere, what do you think? Because obviously the Jets are a big name. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. Like, like a, a talent that big just being available. You don't see it too often. And right. how old is Rogers? Like 38? He's, uh, he is – I think he's 39. Right, so he's up there. but Yeah, he's 39. He's 39. I feel like if you're a team that you have the roster set and you feel like you're just missing a quarterback, go ahead and make that move. Like the Raiders – I don't think they're – honestly, I don't think they're – even if they get Rodgers, you know, they'd be amazing because their defense is still – needs a lot of work. But, I mean, it depends on how you look at yourself as a team. If you think you're just a QB away, make that move, you know? Right, right, right. 100% fair. I mean, I – I mean, going to the Jets, I mean, somewhat that would make sense. I mean, I if I if I were the Jets, I'd take Garoppolo or Carr because they'd have more time, or in Lamar as well. They all would have more time left than Rodgers. Yeah. I think that would make Yeah, they all have more time left than Rodgers anyway. How about Tampa Bay though? Losing Tom Brady and then you replace him with Aaron Rodgers, how interesting would that be? That would I mean, be crazy. I know they have some needs too, but that's you'd go from like looking on the outside in on that division to instantly being the favorites again. Because I think right now, since Brady retired, they're not going to win this division at all. Like you look at their roster, yeah. Um, they got some holes on defense now, but the biggest thing is their O line. But if you get Aaron Rodgers, you plug up some of those holes instantly, could be right back in the playoffs. They could be very well. I mean. If he does go to Tampa Bay, uh, he would help them. He would help. I mean, again, I, I'd rather have Garoppolo, Carl, Lamar. Um, really? Your Garoppolo, though? Jimmy, I'd, I mean. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Garoppolo, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have those guys over Rodgers. That's just my take. Because they have, like I said earlier, they have more time left. That's true. But, like, are you playing for the longevity or are you playing to win now? That's the question if you get Aaron Rodgers. Because if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're not banking on, you know, being relevant the next four or five years. You're banking on winning a Super Bowl the next two years, right? Yeah. I would think think that's like – Yeah, I would think that too. Right. Ah, man, I can't wait to see how this all plays out. Something better happen. If he moves, he better be out the NFC. That's all I'm saying. Get out of here. I don't need that. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's next? All right. I think we got that there. Now let's go to Trey Lance's future. He wants to stay in San Francisco. Uh, so that is that. He wants to stay in San Francisco. Uh, there's Man, don't the Niners got something going there, huh? Yeah. But the interesting thing, that I, what about the Niners, bro? Aaron Rodgers to the Niners? We didn't even talk about that. But that would be crazy itself. But yeah, that would. We're talking that about would. Trey Lance here. I mean, you saw Brock Purdy stepped in and just did a great job, but he's hurt. Trey Lance is coming off an injury. So it's crazy, man. I think the Niners are just one of those teams that could succeed with a just an average quarterback. And if you're Jimmy uh, – not Jimmy, sorry, Trey Lance, that's – bro, just limit the turnovers, be a good game manager, and that's all you got to be when you step into this Niners roster, this offense. Like, man, I think ah, – I don't know where to go with this because if I'm the Niners GM, Trey Lance is going to be up for a deal, isn't he, pretty soon? In a year or He should years? be, yeah. Should right. be, yes. So, like, if Trey Lance comes in and let's just say he's not – elite right he's just gonna be like his actual first year starting because last year he had that injury if right. he just plays average if he's just a top 16 to 18 quarterback you give him that extension or do you wait for Brock Purdy to get healthy I'd go with Trey Lance I mean I'd give the extension to Trey Lance personally but it is it's like they traded for him too they traded up like their future picks and all that yeah right and also uh trey i mean trey lance had put them had um put the titans rumors to bed after uh, he said he was he wanted to stay in san francisco and the rumors in question it comes from trey lance's story and it's um it's a story uh It's uh, it's um, how do I explain this? Hold on, hold on. How do I explain it? There's a tweet from Mike Herndon, and it uh, and it says interesting IG story from Trey Lance right after the Rand Carth, right after the Rand Carthon to Tennessee news broke, and then there's the three uh, three finger crossed emoji, and Rand Carthon. It's on Trey Lance's store, uh, IG story. So mm-hmm. nice. he's not going to Tennessee. Let's stop that right now. He's not going to the Titans. Right. I don't right. think like they'd even want to trade him right now. Like you gotta see, you gotta see what you got in your number two overall pick, anyways, that you traded up all these assets for. And if it still doesn't work out, I mean you got Brock Purdy and you could always draft a QB. I feel like the Niners are a team that'll draft a QB every year, say, in the fourth, fifth round, so they could just keep rotating. I mean, it's just crazy the way Kyle Shanahan makes things work. But, hey, if it works, it works. Right. Um, yeah. That's 100% true. Hundred percent, and I, I agree with you on that. All right. Now let's go to Jonathan Taylor's future. Uh, I think he most likely mm. st- stays with the Colts. That's my opinion. 
I think he most likely stays with the Colts. See, that's that's like the thing. It's like most obvious, right? Like you'd be like, you know, the Colts obviously are going to re-sign their all-pro running back. But look at all these past running backs getting their payday and just, you know, falling off. I look at Zeke, the ones that take the beating the most, and I think the Colts O-line isn't going in the right direction. Um, if I'm the Colts, too, if you could get, like, a team-friendly deal, sure. But Jonathan Taylor is going to be one of the highest-paid back, for sure. Like, you know, after that season that he had two years ago, he deserves right, it. Last right, year, right. You've already started seeing the injuries pile up. Like, he was hardly yeah. healthy last year. So I, it, it'd be hard for me to commit, if I'm the Colts GM, to a running back. That's all he's showing wear and tear. So that's, right. that's one aspect. Right, right. 100% agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, I think we got that there. Anything else you want to add? Not, not too much to talk about there. When is he a free agent, though? Um, he will not be. Hang on. Um, In two years, right? Because he was part of the 2020. I think so. I mean. Yeah. Um, so after this season, pretty much the contract extension talks, or you could pretty much say right now, but he'd be concluding his, what, 2020, 2021, 2022. Oh, yeah. damn, he just concluded his third season. So, nah, he's up for a deal pretty much. He's a free agent after this upcoming season. Yeah. Damn, that's yes, he is. tough. Yes. I don't know, man. I'd have to see a lot to sign him to a big deal. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you more there. He should be extended though. Yeah, I mean he's gonna get his money somewhere, but he's gotta be really com- careful committing to these running backs, man. Right, right, right. Hundred percent. All right, I think we got that there. Now let's go to Shane Steichen in as Colts head coach. Uh, very interesting, I think. I think this does help the Colts. Oh, yeah. The Eagles offense was great under him. Uh, so it's great. A whole lot of RPOs in that offense. A lot of uh, the QB um, draws, QB powers, everything revolves around a mobile quarterback. So that's one thing you want to see with the Colts. Now keep an eye out for this. Lamar Jackson to the Colts. Possibly with Shane Steichen, right? Right, that right. Offense with Taylor, man. I'm, I'm just saying, like that'd be crazy, but it would be, it would be, it would be like a mobile QB for that system. I feel like, but he could always switch it up. So we'll see. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, and uh, yeah, I got, I agree with you on that. Best of luck to Shane Steichen as the Colts head coach. So. Yeah. All right. Now let's go to Jonathan Gannon in as Cardinals head coach. This is also, I think this is a good move by the the Cardinals. Hopefully this can work out. I mean, I know the Cardinals are definitely rebuilding for sure. Yeah. Very interesting selection of head coach here. I will stay. Because I feel like in a new regime, you want to get a guy that'll mesh well with Kyler Murray after things flamed out with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. But now they got a defensive-minded head coach, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, 
Yeah. Obviously, the Cardinals offense – or not offense. But I mean, all around, that whole team. But more so the defense needs uh, a whole revamp. Um, yeah. But, man, that's that's interesting, though, because up until the Super Bowl, that Eagles defense was looking great. But I feel like he got mm-hmm. exposed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully it works out for Jonathan Gannon in on the Cardinals. Hopefully that does work out. Hopefully the Cardinals um, hopefully the Cardinals can have a nice season. Hopefully hopefully it goes well for them. Yeah. So that's what I got on that. Now let's go to Eric Bieniemy in as commander's offensive coordinator. This is a great move by the Washington Commanders by bringing him in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Unbelievable. Uh, great offense. Uh, Chiefs were great, uh, great offensively under him. What a pheno- uh, phenomenal play caller Eric Bieniemy is. I think he will definitely help the Commanders' offense a ton as the new offensive coordinator. Honestly, like, uh, I was just going to add on a bit, man. Like, the thing with Eric Bieniemy is crazy because every single offseason we're talking about him being a possible head coach. Right, right. Um, But now he's moving on to be the next OC of Washington. So that was interesting. But I guess now we're really going to see if the thing was, oh, he's under Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the main reason the offense is good. Well, now he's going to get a chance to prove with this Washington team. Like, that hasn't been good for so long. We'll see right now if he could change things in there. If he does, I think that it would be huge for his resume. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, yeah, hopefully it goes well for Eric Bieniemy as um, the offensive coordinator uh, on the commanders. Hopefully it goes well for him there. Maybe, uh, yeah, hopefully it goes well for him there. All right, now let's go to Calvin Ridley applies for reinstatement. Uh, he was unfairly suspended for the whole season last season. Uh, it's nice to see him on the Jaguars. I hopefully, hopefully he is reinstated. I think he will oh, he be. Should be. He should be. A... Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Man, how about the Jags, though? Like, they barely gave up anything. You saw how they played on offense last year. Right, right, right. Christian Kirk as their number one receiver. Now you move Kirk to the number two. Still got Zay Jones. And you enter Calvin Ridley. We'll see how he bounces back after a full year, almost like a year and a half, because even that season before, he left, like, midseason. So it's been, like, a good year and a half. But he was honestly one of the most underrated receivers when he was active. So... I think right, they really right. help out Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, how? I mean, that offense with Calvin Ridley, uh, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Engram, and Travis, Travis Etienne, Etienne Junior. Yeah. I mean, they got some ballers, no? Yeah, they have an offense. That that's going to be a deadly team. Uh, I got them winning the South, man. I can't yeah. lie. Like, I don't see anybody else being a threat in that division. I mean, you have D'Amico Ryan's uh, and as the te- new Texans, as the Texans' new head coach. I mean, they could possibly. 
I think they could definitely uh, give the Jags a run for their money in that division. Not this soon, though. Not this soon. Maybe. I mean, NFL, anything could happen, but right, they got right. a lot of retooling to do, man. They got 100%. a lot to do Yeah, for the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still taking – I would still uh, – for right now, I would take the Jags to win that division. For sure, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got that. Hopefully, uh, Calvin Ridley gets reinstated as soon as possible. So. Oh, yeah, man. That's huge, man. That's huge. It is. All right. Now let's go to Justin Fields. All this talk about him trading, uh, him getting traded, it was, it was such BS. I can't believe that people were just floating um, – like the possibility of him getting traded. I think that's crazy. I mean, the amount of, um, I, why would we trade him anyway? I don't think it makes sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. I think honestly, it's just smoke and mirrors. Maybe Ryan, not Ryan. Pace, Ryan. I'm sorry. What's the name? Ryan pools. Ryan right? pools. Yes. So he's probably just putting that out there just to try to get as much draft capital back. But let's be real, every single team knows that he's probably not going to do that. He's just trying to throw that out there. But wouldn't right. it be the most Chicago Bears thing to do to trade fields and take Bryce Young? Like, I feel like they've had a history of doing some boneheaded moves, like trading up for Mitch Trubisky and this and that. It's a new regime, so you yeah. got to keep your hopes up, right? Yeah. But if I'm a Bears fan, I'd feel content and safe knowing that fields balled out last year. Right, um, absolutely. I feel like he solidified himself, man. Like there should be no, no worries in regards to field getting traded. Absolutely, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Uh, I mean, what a quarterback he is! I mean, absolutely phenomenal for us last season. I think I he will only get better. I mean, he will only he will only get better. Uh, Justin Fields is also my favorite player right now, so it's. That's really nice. I mean, I think Fields will only get better from here. Only get better. They need to get him an actual number one wide receiver, though. Right, I like right, right. Chase Claypool trade at all, man. I I'm not going to lie. But yeah. We'll see because they got a whole lot of needs. But if they trade down, who would be the most likely team to go up? Because Texans are at number two. I feel like Colts would probably give up more, right? Yeah, I mean – Yeah, I mean, I guess – the Colts would do that. I mean, the Colts would trade up. I guess that would make sense for them. That's my theory. So, yeah, that's what I'm taking for now. Uh, anything else you want to add on Justin Fields? No, nah, I mean, like, I think he has the potential to be a top 10 quarterback once he gets a, a you know, solid offense around him like weapon wise he'll take that next step for sure and we've seen the flashes of him throwing the ball deep he's just got to be more consistent with the accuracy and I think he'll be right there and lead this Bears team to the playoffs within the next couple of years yeah I think so I mean I would say um uh, I think I'd put him top 10 right now because I mean what a season he had I'd put really? him top top 10 yeah Right now, it's kind of hard, man. Right now, it's kind of hard. We could we could do that if you got the time to list off top 10 quarterbacks, but 
man. He's just so electric with his feet. Like, I can't lie. Like, honestly, him and Hurts right now, to me, are the best mobile QBs. People are going to get mad that I didn't throw Lamar in there, but I, I think they've overtaken Lamar. But I think Fields right now is, like, top 14, 15 around there. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. He's in there. But he'll make that leap. Yeah, and then – I can't wait. I can't wait for next season. I think uh, he, I can't wait for next season for Justin Fields, man. Absolutely stoked for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Justin Fields, I mean, He's pretty he's pretty nice at throwing the ball, man. He's just awesome. Yeah, he's he's solid, man. Like just need to see more consistency, like week mm-hmm. in and week out. But I think once he gets like the weapons, like get him a solid bona fide elite wide receiver. And I think uh who's your guys at tight end? Cole Komet. Yeah. He needs to take a next step too, because I think we've seen flashes of him, you know, be a great weapon for fields. But if you right, surround right. him in an offense like the Eagles had with uh, Jalen Hurts and the RPOs and everything like that, man, it's going to be hard to stop. It's going to be hard to stop. Right, right. 100%. I think we got that on Justin Fields. Now sure. let's go to Bears finalized Arlington Park purchase. I believe it was for $197.2 million. That's a lot of money. That's uh, a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I like the direction uh, that they are going in. I mean, they will, uh, they will own the stadium that they have now, which is good. Yeah, it's one hundred ninety-seven point two million. I don't think it's much needed, bro. Like, we've heard Fields talk about them needing a dome. The Bears fans all around have been clamoring for a dome for so long. You could host so many events, Super Bowl, so much more. Like, it's good for the city of Arlington Heights as well, but really good for their organization. The Bears have been needing this for so long, man. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's what I got on that. Anything else you want to mention on Arlington Heights, on the Arlington Park purchase? It's just interesting. I think um, when you think of the Chicago Bears, they're going to be playing like in Arlington Heights. But I think about it a little bit, like the Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington, Texas. Uh, L.A. Rams, Chargers play in Inglewood, California. Yeah. A bunch of other teams playing these like suburbs of their actual like you know, big cities. So it's not a huge deal at the end of the day. Like you got to do what you got to do, what's best for the organization. I think this will be huge. I can't wait to see what the final finished product is and the concepts, honestly. Right. I I couldn't agree with you more on that. So. Yeah, I got, I agree with you. I mean, hopefully um, I can't, I can't wait for, to see what happens with Arlington Park. I'm excited about that. 
How, How long do you? you think it'll take? Probably like seven to ten years. Not ten years. I'm sorry, but seven years. Seven, yeah, years it'll take. It, it'll yeah. definitely take some time for sure. It'll definitely yeah. take some time. Because you're talking about Chicago winter, all that, so it's not going to be a year-round process, obviously. But I'm excited. Right, too. right, right, right. Can't all wait right. for the Cowboys to show up and go to one of those games, man. All right. Yeah. For sure. All right, I think we got that there. Now let's go to Mel Kuyper says that he will retire if the Ravens draft B. John Robinson. Uh, I mean, he said in the past that if Jimmy Clausen wasn't successful, he'd re- uh, he was done. So very interesting. I don't know. I mean, this is Mel Kuyper. Man, I, Mel I don't Kuper know. being Mel Kuyper, man. Like, right, right, right. It's uh, Mel Kuyper being Mel Kuyper. I mean, Bijan Robinson is, oh, man, he's a stud, and I hope he falls to twenty-seven or twenty-eight wherever Dallas is. But the Ravens really don't need a running back, man. Like that'd be the last of their needs. I think they already got uh, the best running back in the league, and Lamar Jackson. Now I'm just playing, but um. No, nah, like mm-hmm. running back is the least of their needs right now, man. For sure, I don't, I don't think they're gonna go after Bijan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. So, anything else you want to add on the Mel Kuyper saying that? Nah, man. I think I think we touched up on that enough, bro. Mel Kuyper is just gonna say whatever he needs to say to get some views and clicks. Right. Right. Hundred percent. All right. Now let's go to Aaron Jones's. Excuse me. Aaron Jones gets eleven million dollar restructured deal. Uh, it's nice for the Packers that they have him back. So that's that's nice to see that Aaron Jones is back. What do you think? So did he take a pay cut or something? Is that what this restructured deal is? Because you know, I think he is a yeah, big yeah, part of he did, Packers he did. offense. He is a big part of this Packers offense. But I thought it yeah. would be a little interesting if you let AJ Dillon get the keys. Because I think he's built to be a every down back, man. He's huge. But I mean, they have a nice one-two punch, too, so obviously you want to keep that together. But, you know, we'll see how they do, man, because they got a lot going on over there in Green Bay. So, we'll see. Right. 100%. 100%. Yeah, hopefully things continue to go well for Aaron Jones on the Packers. So, yeah, we got that there. Now let's go to the Eagles' approach to QB sneak. I mean, the fact that uh, there's people that want this out of the game, it's so ridiculous. I mean, they're just butthurt because they can't stop it. That's the real thing. I mean, yeah, but, like, how do you stop it, really, when you got guys lined up behind Jalen Hurts, lifting him, pushing him, like, you know, I'm not going to hate on it too much because 
Yeah, they're they're dominant. They're like the only team that really does do QB sneaks this way. But it's definitely something to look at if you're the NFL. They made all these other rule changes, so why not take at least a quick look at this? Because I mean, look, they're gonna keep doing it as long as they have the O line that they do, Jalen Hurts. So it's not going away unless they change it. But you know, we saw on the Super Bowl, the playoffs. If you watch the Eagles, third and one inches, fourth and one inches. You can book it. It's a QB sneak, and they're going to convert. Right, right. I mean, Dean Blandino had also said that they would be shocked if the NFL didn't make a change. So mm-hmm. you had to talk about that as well. Yeah. All right. I think we got that there. I think it's pretty much it for this episode. Armand, thank you for coming on. It was a it was a pleasure having you and you're welcome anytime. Thank you for having me, man. It was a blast, honestly. Thank you, man. You're welcome, dude. All right, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this episode. Take care. Have a good one. Armand, uh, take care, man. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Deuces. All right. All right. Thank you, man. I'll see you around. Bye. <laughs>